This week on the Arcane Dice Podcast. But you quickly see that he's got some short shorts on. Then we'll tank off striped. So we'll sailor's cap on. Can we just walk into the middle of safety? <laughs> <laughs> and he starts twirling your beard around. Yeah. Let's be fair, every fucking hole I make with this monster is fucking glorious, right? Am I right? I'm right. I'm You're right. not wrong! Ah, cheers! I may be a barbarian. Yes. He's not an idiot. But I'm not an idiot. We're gonna go with uh, Stormbearer's giant meaty fist. Makes a big hurt. Okay. Is that how you have it written down? Yes. <laughs> Good. Get <It> better. <laughs> that might have been the best thing you've ever said. Oh, you have an inspiration for that. <laughs> Like, 
ten silver coins yeah, now. So she found that box and I picked it open for her. She's got like 250 gold. 260 gold, 100 silver, and 80 coppers. We need to put that kid back in the fucking mirror. Because I don't want to be seen with a fucking massively overshackled. That's why I said no. Child. Nobody needs to come in aboard our boat. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. I'll walk over to the portmaster. Okay. You come over. Uh, he says, "How long will you be staying?" A few days, maybe. He says, twenty-five gold a night. Twenty-five gold a night. Are you mad? <laughs> Not many people stay here long. This is in and out. Let me commune with my party. Hey guys! It's 25 gold a night. You're the captain, Captain Fair. Master. Yeah. $25 a night. $25. Yeah, ship's captain. <laughs> yes, yes. Sell the boat. Yeah. 10 nights. How did you sell it? You to Oh, and he's gonna ask to see your, um, your, like, uh, hey, uh, yeah, your papers. Actual so, like, papers. That's your, fine. Your deed and stuff, and what you were going to recover. Nothing. We were a freight liners. <laughs> we were you lighting, um, vehicular transport to this, these two things. No, going to. So, as you hand him the deed. Passenger ship. As you hand him your papers for him to inspect, uh, he recognizes it, and he checks it against the list. And he goes, oh, you'll be needing some uh, discreet removal of your cargo then. No. <laughs> this boat has since been repurposed. It was just a passenger ship. He goes, of course, of course. And he hands your papers back. Yeah, so okay. wait. Uh, <laughs> it's 27 gold a night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going to slip him 5 gold beyond the... It's subtle. No one made a bolt. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you don't even hear. I'm just talking to. Are you paying the full? So you're getting no, no, she's paying the twenty-five. I'm oh, you five. Sure, sure, sure. She hasn't decided. If you just down to this guy going Yeah, now. I. <laughs> sure, I guess. Sure, I'll give him twenty-five gold for the first night, and then we can meander from there. Um, I can tell the guy I want two gold to keep quiet about his corruption. Oh my god. Please. You can what? Nope. <laughs> did, did you not hear a conversation about the flaming fist and screwing around in the city? Oh, I, I see. Yeah, you're uh, you're a little uh, you're a little bent in the wind. Cool, 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 cool. You're just just going to push him like down the plank. See, see, this is what I'm talking about, Matador. Like they don't even respect me. How many times have I saved the world and they're all like, "Oh, where are your pants? Holy shit, where are my pants? Hold on one sec." Go back in. Are there any taverns nearby? Uh, right, Bars? Uh, right on the, the shore, there are two that you can see, uh, but most of it seems to be uh, warehouses for um, people storing their goods. I will be back. I must go check there and there. And he heads off to uh, tavern on the left or tavern on the right. One is done up in red, one is done up in blue. Uh, <laughs> let's start with blue. Start with blue. All right. Head in towards the blue tavern. Right? Oh. Yes. The harbor master says, Are you new to Baldur's Gate? Will you be getting directions? Yes. Perfect. Uh, he says, For one gold, I can have a boy guide you all night. Let's just pause until she finishes doing that. That's fair. Well, it's just it's gonna be picking up that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. I did, though. Oh, you, you already said yes. Between you and I, we'll have well over, I'm guessing, between 10 and 20 grand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a real drift, really exciting. <laughs> Plus, it's a little bit of risk. We haven't even touched that. Yeah, we haven't been, Oh, that's right. We need to cash out that cashier's check. Well, we're supposed to be on Dallas Road. We're going to do that there, technically. But anyway, any place with the bank. Yeah, but that's why I didn't want to know that, because it's easier to carry a wrist than it is to carry 1,500 gold. True. talk to Susan. And now I've got those statues that I've found on the gems. What gems? No, prison wallet, you know. Yep. Yeah, Stormberry heads to the tavern. Okay. Stormberry, head to the tavern, the blue one. 
you see it's got a picture of uh, a mermaid with bright red cheeks on it. What kind of Starbucks? Cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> which, which set of cheeks? <laughs> She's a mermaid. She's a little one. The other half is a tail. That is true. Doesn't make tail blush. Her face is blushing. You head inside, and you can see um, a very spacious tavern. Uh, a lot of old wood furniture. A lot of it's uh, kind of got that salt grime on it. Uh, from the air, uh, the door just kind of swings in, like the old uh, saloon style doors. Uh, you can see a majority of uh, human or human patrons around. There's uh, very few uh, athletes as well. Uh, but that's about it. There doesn't seem to be any dwarves or athletes in here. All right, duck to get in. Duck to get in. For so just just uh, to cut this a little bit, but uh, uh, blushing mermaid was known for illicit business. City of Baldur's Gate is pretty open, so they actually have a fairly wide range of clientele. Everybody's kind of welcome there. It's, it's not a uh, city for. It's only humans. So. Yeah. This is just for the, yeah. the shoreline. You wouldn't see a lot of dwarves coming off the boats here. More inland. Except for the two coming off ours. So, Sorbera's gonna go take a look around, and he's gonna look for gaming tables. You are going to find uh, a fairly sizable sectioned off bathroom yeah. of uh, gaming tables, but along one side of the building there's a set of uh, stairs that lead up to a balcony into rooms so you can see along the back and you can see some um, scantily clad individuals uh, standing along there calling out to the, the men and women. Right. Not interested in that, so he's going to go uh, make his way. Oh, you're a big guy, but you've got a big... First, big feet. He's going to make his way to the gaming tables. Alright. And, uh... He's going to... Sneakily, right? Sneakily, in the sense that he really has no concept of how this really works. In the, yeah. You know, in a, in a tap. But he's, like, going to stand... He's going to hide behind someone. But... Being yeah, so yeah. tall, right? Literally just imposing behind someone. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like that, uh, you know, scene in the, in the Avengers where, you know, Dave Batista's like, eating those chips. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get as still as possible. Yeah. And he's, he's going to look. He's looking for, uh... Looking for I knew it. I knew it. He's going to try to gamble to draw this thing out. That's epic. How do you explain your behavior? I'm totally just trying to draw that thing out. It is not. I am not addicted to gambling. Absolutely not. Oh, he's not really looking. He's just right now. He's just staring, right? Staring at everybody, just trying to figure out. He's looking for hammers. So you you stand behind some individuals. You look over their shoulders, stand with their cards or their dice that they're tossing about. And uh, would you care if anyone was cheating around? Yes, I would. You would care. Oh yeah, cheating is bad. He's looking. He said originally that Carl was had extra cards up his sleeve. Yeah, cheating like to the Goliaths, like the game, whatever it is, right? That is the honest combat. The honest whatever you know, whether yeah. we're hucking boulders or playing dice, whatever. So cheating is just horrible. <laughs> Roll me a perception check. And please fail. I'm assuming that Mortor and Hathor would be fucking falling down the tower here. Oh, yeah. Do you head to the red tavern or the blue tavern? You need some space from us. Um. Cousin they love. On the blue one, you can see the blushing mermaid, uh, wooden placard. On the other one, you can see uh, a flagon on fire. Flagon on fire? Flagon on fire. Yeah. And that's a 24. Oh, you're gonna find some cheating. Alright. Mortor, Mator, you head into the flaming flagon. And. As you come in, uh, two large men are gonna reach their arms under yours. And, uh, at first you think you're being assaulted. <laughs> uh, but you quickly see that he's got some short shorts on. Thin little tank off striped, 
Put a little sailor's cap on. Can we just walk into the blue oyster? <laughs> and he starts twirling your beard around. Yeah. And he says, Oh, I haven't had a dwarf in a while. Yeah. We can well, show you a good time here. Well, I, I got bad news for you because it's going to be a lot longer until you've had a dwarf. And I'm going to fucking full on go from right in the balls. Okay. Uh, one, uh, so the one guy doubles over, and the other one gives a, a way too high-pitched laugh. Uh, and he goes, here's my totally purposes. Why don't I buy you a drink? I'm, uh, I'm gonna turn to Mator, and I'll be like, Well, we're kind of 50-50 here. We can either start drinking, or we can start fighting. Like, we got an offer here on either side. What do you want to do? I am pretty thirsty. Maybe we should start drinking. Before we start fighting. As you hear, as you say you're pretty thirsty, one of the guys comes up to you and says he's got a drink for you. <laughs> Is it frothy? <laughs> he says, follow me. And he begins to lead Mattor up some stairs. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I mean, we're together. And I'm completely oblivious to the connotations of this. <laughs> okay. Like, we're, we're together, we come as a package deal here, so if you're fucking buying beers for him, you're buying beers for me. And he says, I charge more for groups. <laughs> but you're, you're still buying his beer. He says, I'll give you a drink. Follow me. All right. I mean, this sounds like a perfectly above board kind of gentleman. Yep. You can have a sip of this tall drink of water. Yep. Skadoosh! He's gonna lead you upstairs to some rooms. Okay. You're right, but Matt Tour's gonna get roofied. <laughs> Your first time. I was gonna say. He leads you upstairs uh, to a set of uh, six doors. Uh, he leads you to one, and you can see a few um, taller people, or a couple taller, bigger gentlemen, kind of watching over the, the bar from up here and uh, watching over you guys as you head in. Uh, one of them's a half orc. Uh, and these look like they've gone to the place. And uh, the half orc's going to come over to the, the man leading you guys for a room. And he's going to say, Pull on a double there, are you? And he goes, Yeah. And he turns to you, uh, Mortar being in the no, Mator being in the front. Uh, he's going to say, Ten gold for a group. What? I thought you were buying the drinks. Oh, he says this is for renting the room. Wait, okay, so, so let me get this straight. Ten gold, we rent a room, and then we drink, like, all night. Like, like this kind of, like a, like a door charge kind of thing. Is that how this works? Um, the part, or the, um, the bouncers, of course. Yeah, it seems perfectly above board. Drinks are on the house if you rent a room. I mean, I mean. That's their first mistake. <laughs> all right, let's. Let's fucking drain this place dry! I don't know if you've ever been to Eden's on Friday where they give out free pizza. That's the quality of beer you're gonna be getting to. Oh, so, so just like bread and ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Okay. What? That's it. Next episode. Next episode is in strip club. Oh, I had like <laughs> one friend who like went in and she was like, yeah, it's about like seventy-five dollars and like two drinks. Oh. Oh, you don't want the drinks. And I, I think, I think Eden's is closed now, isn't it? Uh, there's, there's like a hurricane that's up. Eden is, uh, one of the members It's been shut down for like a year and a half. Yeah. Um, Diamond's on the south side had a fire in it again. <laughs> so it's been shut down for, well, they had one fire and it shut down. Actually, yeah, I think it was another fire. Something completely different. No, it's still Diamond's. It's still there. No, no, they had a fire like last month ago. They had another fire in the same place because there had been a fire before. They shut it down and somebody started a fire on the outside and made it to the inside of the So that place is closed. Uh, there was the. That's the one I went to. Yeah, that's been closed for years. Yeah, so that reopened downtown <coughs> and it's called. Shades. Well, there's also what, like St. Pete's or something? No, St. Pete's been closed for years. Oh, uh, that's uh, Shapier. 
we laugh, mm-hmm. putting a cloak on him, yeah. and turn around and what the right? And I watch these two assholes fucking walking off the fucking boat, following a storm bear towards the tavern, and just shake my head. Uh, and I'm going to keep the arcane shackles on the kid. And I'm going to tie a length of rope between his feet so that he can take a full step, but he could not take a running step. So he can't take away from the game from anywhere. I'm putting a cloak on him, putting it up so that they can't see that it's just a kid. And I'm tying a rope from his waist to mine. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and from, from the ship, you can make out the several steeples of uh, churches uh, in the city. Not near the, right on the shoreline, but there are several that you can see. Uh, with the different, uh, like, symbols of their deities. Is there anyone in particular that you were looking for, or are you just going to find? Well, I was hoping that I'd be able to find a temple to the Raven Queen, actually. One in this town, or do I have to... You could ask uh, the Harbor Master. Uh, he'll let you know that there is a, uh, a general gathering place for uh, deities to the afterlife. Do they have any priests there for Raven Queen? Uh, he tells you that he himself is not an avid worshipper. Uh, you have to check. He'll give you some quick directions uh, and let you go on your way. Uh, the dock hands take the planks off the ship and put them in little storage units uh, along the docks. You guys all head off to your different locations. Recap, we have Stormbearer and <laughs> the Blushing Mermaid uh, looking for cheaters and gamblers. I'm looking for Carl. But if I happen to see, and I think I might have did with a 24. Well, you sure did. We have Dusha taking the child to a, a church. worship. We have Ollie taking the family to the stables. And we have Mortor and Mator. Uh, Going for the night of drinking. Can I just say that Mortor and I are uh, the smartest one because we've actually stayed together, so there's strength in numbers. I have four other people with me. I would just like to point out that usually when anybody's alone with Mortor, that person dies. So, (laughs) (laughs) Mortor doesn't have a history of that. Yeah. yeah. 
Especially, especially when I'm showing off, right? The first one you sent through, he was this big, and the hammer just goes like whipping through a wall, and then it comes like through and goes back to his other hand. Okay. One of the patrons sticks his face through, and he says, glory holes are extra. What? I mean, let's be fair, every fucking hole I make with this monster is fucking glorious, right? Am I right? All right, I'm You're right. not wrong! Ah, cheers! Ah. Well, according to the BC Health Center, they're fucking safer for Hogan. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna say. They thought it would be cool, like, formal plexiglass on the set setup. Can you actually? Oh, yeah. You can make it for you at work if you want. How sort of impressive. I'm trying to keep you safe from COVID. You can come and help me clean my house. <laughs> Ooh, I would, I would want a sticker on it that says DIY hand sanitizer. <laughs> on your own? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about like the soap dispenser from Deadpool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What's wrong with the soap? <laughs> yep. Alright. Sorry. Stormbearer. Yes! <laughs> You're prowling the gambling hall. Right. And you look down, and everywhere you see parts of their saves. Switching up the dice. I will point every single. <laughs> this man cheats like Carl the Trigger Spirit. Perhaps he knows where the cheese hammer is. I picture you as just this. Massive, annoying tourist standing there with like big plastic sunglasses <laughs> no. and one of those novelty drinks that's just given to everybody, and he's like, Dave Cheater! Cheater! Giant Dave Batista fucking. Right? So everybody's scared to call him out on calling him out. Yeah. But he's just like, Cheater! So the first, the first three people you point out are taken out by um, the nearby uh, bouncers. Mm-hmm. But as you team pointed out, it's starting to get to be the point where the house is losing money because there isn't enough players. Uh, and after a little while, uh, a man comes up to you. Not a man in a white cap or attire. Uh, he's wearing a nice red coat. He's wearing uh, a little hat, some glasses. Uh, he seems that he's got a bit of jewelry on him, a couple rings and a place. And he comes over and says, You've got quite the eye on you. How would you like to position here? A man of your size would do well. I do not need positions. I need the Chief's hammer. I need Carl the Trickster Spirit. Come with me and we can talk. <laughs> we are talking fine here. I think I have what you need. Face, his face just goes like blank. He says, I think we have hammering money. Oh. Do you have the chief's hammer? I have some hammers. Why don't you come tell us? Alright. He turns around, starts leading you to the back of the cabin, takes you uh, past the bar, takes you past the store in the kitchen where they're picking up. Uh, the people's food, and he takes you to this 15 by 20 foot back room, uh, and he gestures for you uh, to go in. You can see a little table there, some chairs, and uh, yeah, I so like is about what, 10, eight, 10 feet? I think he yeah, is. Dr. I made myself an average size, and I'm 7 foot 8 inches. I'm 300. And Storm Bear's, Storm Bear's a little huskier. Yeah, he's, he's like nine feet tall. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is a tight room. Yeah. You, you've stepped into a room closet. <laughs> yeah. Everything's a room closet for him. <laughs> he says, I'll bring the hammers for you. Just a minute. Point for you to have a seat. Turns back around. So how many, how many doors are into this room? Just the one. Okay, so... I may be a barbarian. Yes. No, 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 but I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Right? So, uh, however the door, like, does the door swing open? Does it swing in? Swings in. So, however it swings in, uh, 
So I have a clear view, right? So I'm going to step back to the corner okay. uh, of the side that the door will swing into, right? So that I have, if I have to, I mean, it could be like a little battle axe straight, straight through. Okay. As opposed to so something that's starting the roof because you forgot how to do So you had an axe. Yeah. Getting too far. So I'll be right back with your hands. The man turns around and gives a little whistle. Half orc and two large humans come in, each with these large mallets in their hand. Rough them up a bit and get them out of here. It's bad for business. The man walks away. He's three men step into the room. As he's leaving. Yep. Do not get too comfortable. I will be back to talk to you about hammers. And uh, one of the larger humans steps up. We saw a hammer. And he's like, I got a hammer for you. And uh, he swings at your kneecap. That's what they said to us in the bar. You can't even nah. like swing up to his armpit, though, as like, a human. You're like, nah. Uh, like, I'm five foot one, and I can reach just the top of Jesse's head at six foot one. Yeah, but like, your arms are in proportion to your body, right? So you're only five feet tall, you're not going to be able to reach that high. That is going to be... Like that's not the case for myself. That is going to be 13. 13. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. I don't have the highest... Uh, I don't have the highest dexterity. That's okay. Uh, so the first guy is going to go with the one with the mallet and roll the point for his initiative. He's going to take a swing down at your kneecaps. Uh, he, unfortunately, is going to bounce off the wall that you're standing next to. It's very bad. Yeah. Half-orc is going to step up with a large uh, wooden mallet, and he's going to try and uh, overhand swing. Uh, and it gets caught on the door frame as he's walking in, and the mallet falls, and he kind of, like, topples backwards. Come on, come on, my first two rolls are not good. Who's going to be your turn? Storm Bear. Oh, right. These don't look like soldiers. These just look like big men who have been hired to bar the other commoners. Yeah? Yeah. They all look dead to me. I really, I just, I feel that they're probably in the employee of Carl. Okay. Uh, That's how you feel. Tack number one. So how many are there? There's three? There are three, yes. And one is on the ground. Okay. You know what? I will go gentle. Okay. I will, uh... I will attack. Can't do that with this guy. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Stormbearer's giant meaty fist. Makes a big hurt. Okay. Is that how you have it written down? Yes. Good. It better. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, 12? 12. Yeah, okay. so that's 6 points of damage. Uh, first one goes down. Alright, uh, second one is a 19. Oh, yeah. 6 points of damage. Goes down. Bonus attack. Yep. Keep them offhand. Giant meaty fist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is a 16 plus 9, so another ground, yeah. Another six points of damage. Uh, and he curls up into a ball on the ground, uh, and just kind of like coughs up. Uh, he tries to catch his breath as he's uh, winded as you just slam down into him. Yeah. He's not unconscious. Uh, it would be six. You don't have anything to drop him. No, it's just basically this. This big meaty fist is just basically my strength modifier. Yes, yeah, the. Uh, you don't have the strength modifier to it. It is up. Oh, you're off hand attack. Get to the attack, you don't get the damage. Okay, uh, what would I roll then? You know, you, you'd roll normally. You roll no, I mean for damage. 
Uh, it's one. One? One point there. I know. Yeah, I'm also the only one who get uh, an increase. Alright, so one point of damage. Okay. Your offhand attack, you just give him a kick to the stomach. Yeah. Uh, which is still a fourth of his HP, right? Like, it's not, like, you're not. Yeah, but. <laughs> Fighting a dude. Uh, Stay down! Uh, he gets, like, a weak hand up, and he just. What do you do afterwards? Oh, I find the guy in the red jacket. Finally got our drift and we're off the fucking room. Yep. Yeah. Starts yeah. causing as much damage as possible. As he hears uh, all this go on, uh, he looks up in horror at you. And uh, he's, he's just waiting nearby. Yeah. Uh, I believe you were looking for a hammer of his. Yeah. Uh, I grab him. Yeah. In my fist. Yeah. Like around the, probably like just by the head. Yeah, you just grab like a basketball, pick him up. Pick him up, and I take him outside. Uh, as you're doing this, none of the other bouncers step in to intervene. They're not paid enough for this. Uh, you can take him up. Yep, I take him outside. Because I, I don't want to wreck such a fun establishment. That's oh, not what I'm there for. Of course. Right? As he's thinking that a hammer goes flying through the side you of the You see, yeah, through the roof. <laughs> Back in. Uh, <laughs> and I throw him down in the street. Okay. And uh, look, whatever you want, whatever you want. I step on his chest. Yeah. Like like foot to the ground, kind of step on his chest. Yeah, like but are you like full weight though? Because not, not full weight. Like, like, no. <laughs> there there is some weight, so he he Take can feel he can feel all the creaking. Right. As long as you don't turn them into like a meat slipper. Yeah. <laughs> Walk around. That was unwise. <laughs> they cast pedal the is, is money so much more important than your life? Just look, I can pay you anything you want. Do I look Just like trying to run a business here? Do I look like I need money? That everyone needs money. As you're doing this, and you have them down on the ground with this, uh, three men in half plate, yeah. uh, blazing fist, uh, impressed upon uh, the breastplate of them, mm-hmm. steps over and he says, Do we have a problem here? The man on the ground tries to say something. You just kind of press down a little bit harder. Just loose. So he knows that, you know, whatever breath he has in his lungs That's it. is best. Is there by the grace of God. Yeah. 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 And I'll, I will look at them, uh, see that they emblazoned, yeah. all wearing the same thing. Assume that they may be some sort of... Uh, Guard or militia. Yeah. yeah. We have no problems here. This gentleman was just assisting me with finding my chief's hammer. It appears he has fallen, and uh, there was a strong wind. I was afraid he might have been blown away. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the best thing you ever said. I like have an inspiration for that. <laughs> they look down at the man. The man, red-faced, gives a quick little nod. Uh, and the guards say, well, I hope you find your hammer. As do I. I continue patrolling the docks. <laughs> what was that, Chase? And uh Stormbearer. <laughs> yeah, the Stormbearer dude. He looks down at this man. Mm-hmm. The sad realization that he will not know what Carl's had. Where uh, Carl stayed in the mm-hmm. But he also knows that this is a man who is probably dependent on his fingers. Oh Whoa. my god. For a livelihood. Can't count money without fingers. Nor can you cheat. So, he will pick him up. He will take the jewels off his fingers, mm-hmm. uh, 
and put them in his pocket. He starts to give that, like, little bit of a, no, don't, and then he realizes the situation he's in, and he shuts up. Yeah. So I take all the, uh, all his rings, uh, necklaces or anything like that. Uh, I rip the sleeves off his jacket. We can't hide cards up there. And then I break all his fingers. I'll cry out in pain. You do this. People are giving you a wide berth. Let me see your fingers. You will go on the street. You will no longer be able to make a living off cheating. Doesn't he own this place? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be able to count it. Let's really make him money. No, you want to get out of here. I have not gotten what I wanted. I wanted the chief's hammer. You offered that, yet you lied and tried to kill me. Just gonna rough you up a bit. You're bad for business. So it's cheating. As you see, this will be gone. I am going to go have a beer now. You go back into the bar. <laughs> there will be no problems. Uh, you this is no problems, no problems. And uh, he goes and enjoys a water beer. <laughs> Go and have a water beer. Dusha. <laughs> yes. You follow the instructions of uh, the harbor master, and you come to uh, a small square building uh, with a large iron. Uh, gate that's open uh, leads into a large courtyard. The roof is open in this building. Uh, and you can see uh, several uh, small like dioceses of uh, different deities, like uh, places of worship for them that people would go to. Right? You see candles set up, you see people kneeling nearby, praying, uh, calling up to spirits of loved ones. Uh, and you can see uh, the different uh, deities for the afterlife. So you can see like the Raven Queen, you can see uh, Alamor? Whatever, I can't remember. <laughs> One Close enough, yeah. Close enough, yeah. Calamor. Yeah. Uh, Bane. Oh, no, he wouldn't be worshipped. Yeah, his, his are all secret. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's kind of fun. Yeah. Especially in Walter's Gate. <laughs> Uh, you can see Are you several of these. Are you still my germs? <laughs> oh, I thought it was my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and that's how everybody got COVID this episode. I was just passing around Chase's coffee. <laughs> there was nothing in it, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there was a viral load. <laughs> <laughs> so so that would get rid of all the empties. We were so careful. Square <laughs> ugly. <laughs> like, right, ask for it. Yeah. Somebody else start labeling cups. Like, <laughs> you know, Jesse isn't sick. You're not sick. No. No, no. I mean, you know, yeah, you're totally healthy. You're good. You're fine. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry. I kind of like watching him. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I drink coffee. I was like, yep. ooh, coffee cups, that'd be fine. Nobody else drinks coffee. I drink coffee. Yep. It's the extra large black coffee that Chase brings. <laughs> Can he drink from it too? Who? Chase. I don't know what. My name is Chase. Yeah, yeah. No. I haven't seen Jesse since I left his house this morning. I don't actually want to. Aww. Has it been rough? No. It's like six hours. I know, right? Five times. <laughs> Still there yet. <laughs> For like two weeks at a time without seeing him, it's okay. <laughs> For now. Yeah. You look around, Nusha. You can see very few priests here, or priestesses, uh, walking about, some consoling some of the, the praying petitioners nearby. Uh, but most seem to be just talking amongst themselves about things. Uh, what are you looking for? Who are you looking for? I do to uh, well, I'll look for what you said there's a couple of groups talking amongst themselves. Yeah. Who is your daddy? 
Ooh, y'all should watch Come to Daddy with uh, Elijah Wood. Very good. Yeah. Oh my god, like a couple of weeks ago, like in Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, no, I was reading this a couple of like in Pennsylvania or someplace wherever they were doing this movie night and it was going to be kindergarten cop. Like still because of film yeah. there or something like that, right? Yeah. So film in so they were like, oh it's gonna be kindergarten and somebody fucking cancel cultured kindergarten cop for this fucking movie thing. Yeah. Oh, because it's cop. Oh it's Going in there, there was no warrants and blah blah blah. Uh, like you gotta be fucking me, right? It's kindergarten. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger looking for like I can trying to protect a kid. Yeah, his father is getting out of jail too. Yeah, but no, it was just oh, police brutality and minorities and oh, minority problem. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah. Who's just going to walk over and... Hello. I'm looking for one of you who has uh, capability in maybe exorcism or refuting demon power over people. Any of you know someone good at that? They look over at you. Um, two of them uh, break off from the group and stand in front of you. And they go, what exactly is your problem here? This is a place uh, to try and reconnect with the dead. Well, he's not dead yet, but... <laughs> he speak with demon. Demon offer him deal. He make horrible mistake of taking and accepting. So now he beholden to demon. We try to clear problem before we let loose. Out of curiosity, why did you search out a place of the Raven Queen for this instead of something that's like lawful good? Like, because uh, I had other business I was going to hopefully. Oh, okay. okay. I just wanted to be like, uh, I wasn't sure like why you were no. going specifically to this one. No, I was looking to see if she had something in the place because I actually I was going to have a conversation with her about altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it further. But <laughs> you can't just talk to the Raven Queen. Who do you think you? You're not even a. I shake the cage. I can look. <laughs> Trust me, she won't lose me. Uh, so they say that that's not necessarily something. But it is something they can um, reach out about to the other uh, churches and find something for. And they look over to the person who tied up and he says, This is the boy. This is the boy, huh? He says, We shall take care of him. Uh, would you trust him to their care? You have some place to keep that demon cannot speak in the room, ordered against, because something may be coming for him. Is there a threat to us here if he's here? That's a good question that I do not have answered. <laughs> we should assume yes. <laughs> we shall take him to the temple of uh, good place. Help. They have soldiers. They should be able to protect him then. Okay. Uh, so they're gonna, she says, give me a few minutes to round up uh, some company. I will walk you there as well just to make sure. Do you have possibility in town here to transport or teleport people from town to town? Is there a wizard circle here? Uh, yes, we have that. It is very expensive, though. How much are we speaking? Uh, upwards of 500 gold. <laughs> I was see 5,000. Like, ah. <laughs> upwards of 500. No. 500 I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been, we've been storing stuff for a while now. <laughs> Just think of the stuff we lost with Otto. I started the party with like 10 gold points and I like immediately just gave them to Mortor. Thank you. Anyhow, they will need you. Or they can. I'll leave them and. Yeah, for them. And they can, uh, they'll take you to uh, the church of Tor, uh, where you can see. Guards on on duty, priests wearing like half plate, and, like, breastplates and stuff. Uh, you explain the situation, and they nod. They've seen this style of stuff before, uh, and they are, they can take care of him. Totally not responsible. They will ask about how he came in contact with me. This is very long story. I do not have time to describe. We just want to make sure that the young one gets back to his family. I will give you five hundred gold so that as soon as you are finished. We send him to El Tarel. 
His family is supposed to be there and he should be able to find. We make sure no. The priest, the wizard that get him, they send him to find. It is more than enough gold for that to be fair, huh? Uh, they are in awe of someone doing that for essentially a stranger child, uh, and they accept your terms. Carl with cage. <laughs> Again. Yeah, you already offered a so mercy kill the kid. And that's why Carl's gonna be a chicken. Gonna <laughs> be a chicken. Aggressive. What questions do you have for uh, Priestess of the Raven Queen? Well, I wanted to be put in touch with because the Raven Queen's the one who made the deal with directly. So Priest isn't gonna do me any good, but I figured they'd be able to actually speak to her. You can be like, hey, it's Dusha, come back. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're gonna tell you. They choose to worship the Raven Queen out of a sense of uh, uh, a duty, not necessarily uh, a contact with the Raven Queen. And both of the priestesses will tell you that they have never spoken to the Raven Queen. Well, not much help to what I need. They uh, cannot help me. <laughs> okay, you have a good day. Thank you for escort. I will be on my way. I miss my Raven Queen, Claire. Lead out a little boy. Do not make more deals with demons. This is a bad idea. Da? You get out of jail once. Not again. I find you again in trouble. It's not good thing. Now go. I take the mantles back. Oh, thank you. Okay. That's <laughs> 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 <was> like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I almost got rid of him, he says. Falling. You get to the stables. Yep. You can see several horses nearby, some wagons being worked on, uh, uh, like coaches being set up to take. Uh, people on their journey, uh, on their journeys. Uh, and as you get there, one of the, um, the farm hands is gonna come up to you and she says, what are you looking for? Got any, like, horse and carriage packages? <laughs> she looks around everywhere. How many? How many people are you transporting? What are you transporting? I just getting some people set up so they can get away home. Four people. And four kids. There are four people. Oh, oh, four, oh, yeah. Four people. Eight people. <laughs> and four of them are little people. And uh, he asks if they'll, um, how long the journey is going to be. Like, he's asking, like, what kind of quality are you really looking for? Oh. Uh, like the cheapest. <laughs> he says, I'm eight nice, people. But, like, not that nice. He says, for eight people, transporting the wagon. You're gonna need two draft horses, so maybe uh, 150 gold for the two horses and a uh, cart. Gold? Yeah. These people had like nothing, didn't they? <laughs> they had nothing. They were kidnapped from the village with not even clothes. But they're doppelgangers, so they can make whatever they want to look like. Well, yeah. They don't really need They're gonna offer the 10 gold that I gave the little girl. They offer up 10 gold. Cool. So. <laughs> 140 gold. 140 gold. How much do you have? Sure, I have 245 gold. That's fine. I will pay for their wagon and their horses. Your week I'll look at them and be like, you owe me. There's <laughs> a week's worth of rations, five gold, off you go. Uh, one of the parents um, goes off into one of the stables nearby and uh, comes back out a couple minutes later and she hands you a hand-drawn map. Uh, with several locations marked off uh, along the coast and a little bit inland. And she says, this is where we tend uh, to stay. This is our route. She says, if you ever need us, let us know. Come find us. Cool. Uh, and you can see about a dozen different locations marked off along the coast and inland. Uh, and she is put in a little arrow of like, what route they're going to be taking to try and find their Before we end, we have some little thing to tie up. Mortor and Mantor. <laughs> I need to know what your guys' plan is for a particular rod, and if you guys will be, if Mortor will be making the journey uh, back to Gontelbrun himself. Yeah. Or will Mactor be making the journey? <laughs> <laughs> well, so so during our during our night of drinking and catch up and everything, um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to keep asking Mactor 
stories about um, like what his what his rank, what his position is, what kind of battle honors he has, what's his standing in, in the clan and everything now. Because I'm I'm really curious about it. Because I don't have any. You have no battle experience at all. Yeah. Well, not not according to our clan. Yeah. And they they tend to look more favorably upon things that you do in their name as opposed to just going out and smashing heads on your own. Yeah, anybody can smash a head on their own. Right? Stormbearer just smashed four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, during the drinking, I'm also going to ask uh, Mortor about uh, this quest, this journey that they're on, and who they're, who they're looking for. Um, basically, you know, what's brought them together with his party and, and whatnot, just so I get a better idea of their backstory. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Their idea of why he's not heading straight for why he's not heading straight for home. Do you yeah. tell Mator about the cabal that you guys have been hunting? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But I, I skew it so like you know, I'm leading you it. I've done it. Yeah, it's all, it's all part of me. They come, they come to me to try and sort all this out. Yeah. Now would be. Descriptions that they have because they've how many was there? There's five total. Yeah, and you guys have captured three. You know where the plague king is. We yeah. know. No. We know where his dead are. We know he's amalgamating all those undead. And who's the last one? That's the leader. The, the, the leader. Would you guys have a description of that? Of we know who he is. Like we absolutely. Even the idea. other cabal members don't know who he is. Yeah. Okay. No. With Mortor, do we remember the end of the world? Um, yeah. Yeah, we, we know all about it. Yeah. But nobody else does. Yeah, we do. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, some of the, the, some of the higher-ranking people in Altruel will remember as well. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, all, it's all news to, to Mator. And it, it sounds like another one of those, like, drinking stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, Remember, remember all those voices I used to no, hear and no, shit. So it, it turns out that it's uh, it was actually uh, Ogma that's been talking with me, and then I had, you know, I, I built a key and we got to rewrite reality. And yeah, it, it worked out pretty favorably for us. <laughs> More <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what's what's does Mortor know what the group's plan is after Baldur's Gate? You guys know what your plan is after Baldur's Gate. Well, because we need to gather information here on the other two wall <clears throat> members in order to do anything to them. Because we need to... Obviously, with the one, the Plague King, we have no idea how to draw his body somewhere where he cannot body jump from undead to undead like he does. We, we know that the last time that he was captured, um, he was in Alterel, so he couldn't do that. Yeah. And you did, I uh, had you at the end of, like, two or three episodes ago, you had made the connection with uh, the new Trent. Yeah. And that forced... Had been killing off any undead. Which was still at least a day's travel from the Blood Games to the swap, so. Yeah, yeah, so he, he may have to chase us there, or try to... convince an to dig that's, that's also true. Yeah, we may try and relocate that tree <laughs> to the Warden Stronghold. Uh, I'll I'll talk about the, the Warden Stronghold with, uh, with Mator as well, to see if he knows anything about it. Sure, it's we'll history check. It was off the map for me. Well, hi. Eight. Plus? with us. There are so many yeah. throughout the course of history. <clears throat> you know, you can always tell him to look up which one that is, and he might be able to get some information later on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I need him thinking. If you want some more information on the the complex that you were in and the plague king, why not get two birds with one stone and come back to Gondolgren? You'll have access to clerics who can help with the undead, as well as bring back the rod, which would put you in a power position of asking for favors from the Dwarven Kingdom. I mean, I might know some people. 
you, you know you're not you're not you're not wrong you're not wrong it's just I mean brother I'm I'm not I'm not fucking toot my own horn here when I'm telling you that I'm not particularly welcome there I've done nothing to swing it to distinct holy fuck what kind of beer are they serving here <laughs> holy shit about, about the 52nd one and it starts to kick in uh, I I haven't done anything to like distinguish myself in the eyes of the clan or anything. Yeah, I only save the world. Well, yeah, but who's gonna believe? They're not gonna believe. More. Regardless of what you've done, bringing back this rod is all you need to do. Yeah, great. So so they see me fucking show up and they're like, oh look, it's that fucking piece of shit. And now he's got this fucking rod. Now he thinks he's a fucking big deal. And next thing you know, it. Hey, what's over there? And then splash, and I'm fucking swimming in magma again. Or, you bring back the rod, and you're no longer that piece of shit. You're the very unique dwarf that belongs <laughs> to a clan that is very thankful for bringing back the rod. Do you see where I'm going here? What What I'm seeing is that you're... Is that... What I'm... I'm seeing... So I've... What I've seen... So there's many things to see here, and I... I'm gonna, I just, reach, across the, I'm gonna reach across the table and just go, shh. <laughs> <laughs> but because he's drunk, he's gonna get him, like, on the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wear goggles. I wear goggles, so it's just like... A greasy fingerprint across you. Yeah. <laughs> um... Out, outside of... Outside of character development, uh, I... I think we're gonna have to continue this. Like, I don't know if we can make a decision on this right now. Well, I don't think you and I can. Obviously, the party's going to have to get back together, but yeah. Maptor wants to convince you to bring the rod, and you need to convince the group yeah. to also bring the rod. It's, it's quite possible. And if the if the Plague King is, this is meta, but if the Plague King is holed up in a fallen Dwarven complex, you want to get information on a Dwarven complex, I would go to a Dwarven kingdom. Yeah. Okay, well, uh... I'll Damn you and your logic! Gah! One and one, two! I'm sorry you survived when we had to drag this out. You're gonna be forced to fucking play more D&D, you son of a bitch. Aw, oh, man. This was your plan all along. And you have, to bring, you have to bring more cheesecake. Shoehorn myself <laughs> in with cheesecake, and now I'm the central to plot. Yeah, <laughs> well, I thought I thought for a second here we were gonna see uh, Mortar actually having to create a second player just to fucking have... Morthor go off with his brother and disappear for a while. That would that would be funny. I'm, I'm still also, alive. So yeah, I'm sad. I'm sixty forty on like you know just giving you the rod, being all like, tell mom I said hi, peace. Yeah. That was, I didn't think it you would have. Well, you know what? I guess we'll have to figure that one out next week. Next, next week. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Drop the fucking mic. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Well, down. I broke you guys. I think, uh, yeah. I broke you guys. You also, like, did my street. You punched out two bouncers and then broke you guys.